Hey, it's Beth here, episode 445. I went to the movies by myself yesterday and I was so proud to be a blue hair. No one else in the theater but blue hairs. And this was for the movie, You Hurt My Feelings. I was like, whoa, okay. Thank God we show up and we pay for things. So I sit down and I'm hoping against hope that this, this writer's you know, director was going to create a movie like her, Lovely and Amazing, which had this scene in it with Emily Mortimer, where she stands in front of Dermot Mulroney, they just slept together, and asks him to tell her the truth about her body. It's an incredible scene. And I know it was the director because I read about Emily and this was the defining moment of her career in acting. Up until this, she didn't think she was an actress. She thought it was a stupid job. In that moment, she became that vulnerable girl. And the scene is breathtaking. Nicole was crying afterwards. She was crying afterwards. It's really something to see. So I see all the movies from Nicole, hoping she can do it again. Enough said, enough said about that. It didn't happen. She did it this time. This movie is so real. It's about a book writer an author and she wrote a memoir and then she wrote another book her husband doesn't like it but he reads like 19 um, re rewrites and he she overhears him talking to her sister's boyfriend and he says he doesn't like it she's crushed I get it it's your heart and soul it's on a piece of paper but it just starts this story about telling the truth to the people you love and how to do it and when not to do it and that everyone is in this together it's so well done Tobias the guy who was the crown he was the Prince Philip in the crown he plays an American all these British guys are doing it his accent is great there's this one scene where he takes me out of it where he wants to get a little Botox he's a psychotherapist that's kind of lost his way and he's phoning it in and I'm looking at his teeth and I didn't even realize it was the guy, Prince Philip from The Crown, till I looked at his teeth. They're British, they're not perfect. I'm like, get that Invisalign. And then I realized, oh, it's the British actor who played Prince Philip and it's typed lip the whole time you never saw his teeth. I think he looks great, but that was just one, one tiny, tiny moment that just took me out of the story. Otherwise, it's great. And, um, Julia and Nicole, they became friends during Enough Said. <clears throat> so that's how this got started. They're really good friends. Julia was wearing clothes from the director during the movie that suited the part better. But the interesting thing is the director during the filming came down with COVID. This assistant director came up to her and said, I hate to tell you this, but you have COVID. She had to leave the set that very minute and phone it in and it never came in correctly it was just like telephone in grammar school where somebody says something and by the time three people have heard it it's entirely different you can't see it in the movie and so the good thing that happened is Julia wanted to do it even when Nicole just told her the story it's about people lying to the ones they love like white lies and so 
what happened in this is Julia, you know, Louis Dreyfus, she's always the queen of slapstick rage and sputtering aggression. I get it. But in this one, she adds some sadness. It's a very funny movie. It's got some great scenes when her, her son is this lovely boy who went to a really great college, doesn't know what to do with himself, loses his girlfriend, he's gonna be a lawyer, and he's working in a pot shop. She says he's the manager, but she's not really thrilled because the pot shop, the pot shop has no security. The security guard is always sleeping in the window. She's in there one day, and there is a uh, armed burglary. The way she jumps on her son's body is the most adorable, touching thing I've ever seen. She didn't help in any way. She's protecting her baby, who is twice her size. And that baby, to me, he stole the movie. I mean, he just absolutely stole it. His performance, playing this young man, is so extraordinary. It, you believe him. He's not, he's not a pain in the ass. He's not a mean kid. He's not really doing the blame game. He's just trying to figure out how he is where he, it, where he is, and he has no drive. He has no fight in him. So what happens is, you know, all of this comes out, and Julie figures out what the guy, what the husband's done. The husband is a terrible therapist. That's the other thing. He reminds me of all my therapists. He just sits there and listens and does nothing. In fact, this couple that's been seeing him for two years hands him a bill for $30,000, and I swear to God he should have paid it. They deserve their money back. That's a big slap in the face for this guy. Then he tells one of his patients, oh, well, isn't that because your husband, because your father is so mean? And she says, I think you are confusing me with another patient because my father's wonderful. The guy gets busted. He is just phoning it in. So what happens after that is for one of his really sweet clients who just hates his father, can't get over what he did, and his siblings have gotten over it and are helping the dad. He feels terrible. The guy gives him advice, finally, which is all I wanted my therapist to do after all your years of education. He tells the guy, why don't you just help your sister with your kids? Why don't you just buy groceries and leave them at the house? Why don't you just take care of all the other things they have to do while they're taking care of dad? patient goes, great idea. I was, I was like, oh my God, if only they would open their mouths and tell you what they think. So this movie's great. The couple is very close until the bad thing happens. They finish each other's food, sentences, everything. There's a little bit of public display of affection. Kind of the son feels a little weirded out by it. Okay, so then we get to the son's life. His name is Owen Teague and he's wonderful. He just starts talking. Everybody just starts gently talking the truth. Nobody cheats on anybody. Nobody breaks anything. It's just this very lovely story where you can keep rooting for people. I was so relaxed. So was everybody. No one got up to go to the bathroom and that is saying something for people over 65. I mean, we were riveted. People didn't ask for more of whatever they were drinking or eating. We were just spellbound watching this lovely movie about lovely people. It was like watching Jimmy Stewart. Just, everybody's just trying to improve and do better. It was riveting.
So the son is talking to his parents, to his mom, and he says, Mom, do you remember when I was in middle school and I got that C minus on that paper and I showed it to you and I was really upset and I said I thought I deserved to be. And you went to the school, you read it and you went to the school and you talked to the teacher and you got me that B. He said, that was actually a bad moment. She said, you deserve the B. I read it. You, you told me you wanted it. And he looks at his mother and he goes, mom, I was a kid. I was like, oh my God, I've done that. I did that. They were kids. We should have had seven or eight or nine so we wouldn't just focus in on these one or two that we had. It was, and then he says, you know, I just expected that to happen with the world. <gasps> Oh my God, and he does it in such a loving way. He's a good kid. And then the last scene, he's written a play and he can't finish it and he can't finish it. The very last scene of this movie is he gives both of his parents a copy of the play and they're reading it in bed. It is just such a good movie. Nobody got up out of their seats when it was over. It was well done. I feel like I actually met people that I liked and that they improved. Their Everybody, even even Julia's sister in the movie is great. Her boyfriend is great. The mother is believable. Je Jenny Berlin, she is like this, this treasure. And she just remains who she is. It's such a good movie. I feel like I met a family, but I wanted to meet them and I wanted to know them. They didn't offend me. They didn't destroy what I felt for them by doing horrible things to each other. It was just so relaxing. After the movie, we all, we all just sat there and the couple to my left just said, oh my God, I loved that movie. And I just looked over and smiled and said, so did I. And the guy goes, yeah, it was a good movie. Even the guy said it, praise from Caesar. I don't know, I mean, I would love you to give it some money if you can. It's not even in very many theaters, of course, because it's just for our age group. But wow, if you can, go see it and, and seeing it in the movie theater was great because I think if I was home I might have been distracted because it starts out slow you just have to give it some time because it's creating characters which people used to do and it takes a little time wow great movie just loved it also saw Blackberry I'll just throw this in it was fine it was like a documentary it was the story of that you know little phone that had the letters on it like a typewriter if you have a son coming into town or your husband's interested go see it I wish we'd never gotten on blackberries and uh, these telephones I mean I'm glad little girls have it if they have a flat tire on the side of the road at one o'clock in the morning but besides that I just wish everybody would put them down so anyway liked blackberry loved 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 you hurt my feelings. The title's a little weird. People are making fun of it like, oh, you hurt my feelings. I don't care what the title is. The movie's great. Go see it if you can, and I will be back.